Pressing the button, Mrs. Ryan. It's the Thursday show, yeah. Carson Chan. <laughs> Kind of good. Kind of oh, good. Oh, today. That is what it is. Realized I have my sweatshirt on still? You're a disaster. Do you not normally? No. Oh. I wear multiple shirts and wear my sweatshirt when guests come to say hello, and then I take off my sweatshirt. Oh, you have an uh, opposite Mr. Rogers type of thing, where you ha- have a sweater on and then you take it off for the show. Yeah. That's very cute. Well, now people got to see you do it. Now everyone can see. This is what happens. Everything <laughs> good? Yeah, yeah. All right, well, let's start it. Great. I'll write about it. <laughs> In the backstage blog. That's yeah. a great idea. Uh, welcome back, everybody. My name is Jay Ryan. This is Nicole Ryan. We are in the late night playset. Uh, we are very happy that you have decided to join us this evening or whenever you've chosen to view this. Uh, today is Thursday, January 30th, 2020, and our guest this evening is a fellow in the Porsche community, probably known more globally in the watch community, but Carson Chan is here. Carson Chan is a guy that uh, we know, certainly in the Los Angeles Porsche community, but we ran into him one day on the crest, thankfully, not literally, uh, and he was in a, I think it's 904, I think it might be, well, he'll talk about it when he gets in here, but a Porsche race car, and we pulled up next to him and got some very cool photos, and uh, that was a couple years ago, and we've remained social media friends ever since, and uh, today we're going to find out all about uh, his watch work, all his business, and, uh, and we'll do a bunch of Porsche talk as well, so that's what's going on. Awesome. Obviously, it is Thursday, so there's a TBT. We've got uh, some business to attend to, Mrs. Ryan. But let's start it off with how the heck are you feeling? You look simply adorable, and I've seen you very busy this morning running around the house. Uh, feeling a little stronger in my leg area. Bravo. Re- re- I realized I uh, used a cane. I leaned on it, and I affected my other side. So I have to balance out equilibrium. Yeah, because yeah, we compensate, right? Yeah. Overcompensate. I did. That's what we do. Well, I'm feeling all right. I'm figuring it out. Look lovely, like I said, but you do look lovely in the eyes. I'll take it. To me, that's brain connected. Sometimes you just look pretty as can be, but I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Oh, I I've, mean, she's here, but. <laughs> I've watched some of the episodes. I'm like, wow, are you sure you didn't go out and drink a pint? <laughs> No, I How, promise you, you I didn't. We've got to do the math on this. How many years has it been since you've had a, a drink of alcoholic beverage? Three. Three I years. did the math. And yeah. what about me? The same or more? More. At least a year. Mm-hmm. Okay. I couldn't, I couldn't remember. In my mind, it's been like a dozen years, which to me is like 10 years, but that just can't be. Five you years feels way right. less than me, like not as consistently. <laughs> because when I wasn't around you, I wouldn't drink. I used to, yeah, whatever. That's a whole different thing. I'm glad we don't drink anymore. How's that? Me too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> well, that was a little, little peek in the window there, a little life with the Ryans. It's oh, good stuff. Um, I'm looking forward to this show as it, uh, you know, we, with anything in life, with any, can I just take a minute? We may have to cancel something that's on the agenda, but with anything in life, you know, you, you, that you're going for so hard you, you, and, and you're focused on, you, the charge is so hard that you tend to not really kind of see and 
uh, see the rest of your life around you that you normally are so grateful for and whatever. And then, and then you get to a point where like, oh my gosh, there's some light at the end of the tunnel and whatever you're working on is, is going to work or whatever. You get a little bit more confidence back. Um, and, and, and we get to this place where I feel like um, a tiny bit of the pressure is lifted. And then what that does is it takes the stranglehold off the content of the show a little bit. <laughs> When you're trying yeah. so hard because you want something so badly, and um, and that's just not necessarily the way to do it. That's the human way to go after things for sure, but it's definitely not the universal way of just like you know, all right, do the work and and believe and whatever. And lately, I just feel like we can see some light at the end of the tunnel, and um, I see the show continuing to look better and better. But I see the show actually probably turning more into life with the rhyme, <laughs> or like some version of therein, you know. Because you're getting to be so honest with who you are and you're able to do it now. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Our personalities are developing while we develop the show. And it is what it is. Like, the reins are mildly loosened in some areas. And that's how that's going to go. It's it's a weird ride. And I'm glad we're, there's light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, me too. All right. Uh, okay. All right. I, I, East Coast feeds. Let's do a couple. Or, or East Coast feeds, TBT. What do you want to do? East Coast feeds. All right. Checking in with Danbury Chive, Brooke, and the Kazman. Out to dinner. Roll it hell. Mr. and Mrs. Ryan, East Coast feeds, Ekaz, and Brooke, and Summer. This is Brooke's sister, Summer, everybody. Say hi to the internet. Hi. The internet says hi to Summer. Pants. We're out tonight at date night because we're going to go see Bad Boy. Bad Boy. What you going to do? Nothing. Okay, good. And Brooke took me to dinner. Yay, thank you. And Summer was at Target, so she came by to say hi. So we're here, and she doesn't normally normally look like she's wearing sweatpants or anything like that. But it's different. It's a special occasion. Anyway, look, yummy food. Yummy beverages. Love you guys. Say goodbye, everybody. All right, I forgot. I forgot a sister even existed. So, hi, Summer. Hi, Summer. Hi, Summer. Um, what's going on with your pants, Summer? Is, what's going on below there? There was there was a party going on down there. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. Or see is that. that the Mexican place where their tables just have a d- disco party underneath? Reading between the lines of what Kaz said later, of it's sweatpants, and it might not be the place for a sweatpants. I feel like she was a little um, conscientious of her choice of attire. I understand. Did you see the flashing stro all those colors yeah, and everything going on I, down there? Yeah. That's what I was referring to. Sorry. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> I didn't mean a party going on in her pants. Good grief. I'm connected, Good but grief. clearly not. No, that was funny. The same all right. Uh, one more. One more. And I had the opportunity to view this, and I um, was laughing very hard. Okay. I enjoyed this very much, and I hope that you will, too. Roll it, Hal. Mr. and Mrs. Ryan. East Coast Feed coming to you live from BMW in Ridgefield, Connecticut. Steve Kaz reporting live from out in the cold somewhere in someone's car. You know what the perks of my job consist of? Um, driving expensive cars sometimes, which is kind of nice. You know, whatever. Um, I drive a Civic, but whatever. 
And then the shitty part is having to do dumb shit like this. So my first public service announcement for the East Coast Veeb is don't be a schmuck and get a breathalyzer put in your car because you're a fucking drunk driver and could have caused an accident and killed people. Because when you bring your car in for service, schmucks like me have to figure out how to use this fucking thing and blowing it and <laughs> sucking it and blowing it and sucking it. And if she has like the bird flu or SARS or Kung Fu virus from China, then I'm fucked for life because you had to get shit faced. Anyway, I'm going to try right now, just for fun, and it hasn't worked in four tries. We have five. <laughs> Let's see what happens, just for shits and giggles. You want to watch some fun? Let's watch some fun. You ready to watch? Watch, watch, right? Now, I'm not Louis Armstrong, but I blew in that shit like it was my fucking job, and it still didn't goddamn work. Love you guys. <laughs> Favorite feat ever. That's the, you know what really grinds his gears? <laughs> that just delighted the hell out of me when I saw that. I thought it was the funniest thing. I don't usually watch them ahead of time, as you know. As you know. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. Good job, Kaz. That's, yeah, I didn't think about that part. It's pretty Ever. funny. Uh, okay, uh, uh, TBT, right? It's Thursday. Thursday's the day we take a trip Let's down memory do lane. <laughs> Let's see if I can remember. Oh, here we go. This one isn't too long ago. I think we're a little before Christmas time. Roll it out.
this guy right here loves that cat. Yeah. <laughs> Forgot it ended with that cat, and I just get a little teary-eyed. That cat is 19 years, and uh, <laughs> and that may be what she ends up being. I, you know, it's getting towards the end there, and it's I'm getting a little emotional about it. So that's why I, I wanted to change the opening credits forever, but I'm like, well, we won't change it until there's a reason to change it. You know? Right. I had a nice moment with her today. Yeah. Yeah. Now. Yeah. I like seeing her. It is what it is, right? Yeah, yeah so, it's that part of life. I mean, it, she's not uh, f- four years old and this is happening. She's tw- 20 years old, man. That's amazing for a cat, I think. And I had her when she was a baby, so we get to relive some of that stuff. That's it's awesome. really cute. That is awesome. All right, Mrs. Ryan, uh, let's see. Maybe we'll skip Dave Watch unless there's a reason. To- yeah, we'll skip Dave Watch. And then what we will do is uh, I wanted to just say a quick congratulations since this was our last show before the weekend. Not congratulations. Good luck. Well, hey, it is. Future congratulations. How about that? There's some manifestation for you to our good friend, Ron Goodman, and uh, his team. There we go. All the way out there at Bathurst, Team 23. Yay! <clears throat> and the Speed 23 team. That's literally on the track, as you can see. And then uh, that other one there is the Aston and the Barrels. But uh, sponsored by BP. Of course, the uh, colorway is beautiful. The livery is kind of matches his car there up there at the top left there, 23. Gorgeous. It's a coincidence as far as I know, but uh, it works out very well. And perhaps that's why I think they're going to win. Good luck. Good luck, Ron Goodman. Can't wait to Ron see Goodman what else happens. Very that, exciting. The guy, the car, there's a and the team. There's uh there are so many factors there that make me think that this is totally plausible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck, man. We think you're going to do it. Uh, and then the only other thing I have is that the website is up. We have a website now. That's very exciting for us. We have a merch store. That is very exciting for us. Um, all the people for years, can I get a 111 hat or a late night, whatever. It used to be the old show name, but man, we got that question a lot. Uh, now it's up and it looks something like this. LateNightPlayset.com. Go check it out, please. And thank you. Mrs. Ryan, it's time to ask the question. That's on everyone's mind. What's going on? What's going on, Mrs. Ryan? That was so funny how you asked that. I've been talking a ton about this guy, Yusaku Mezawa. I saw him on the news this morning and I couldn't wait for this moment. Let's hear it. He's the billionaire that bought the trip to the moon, I think. Or around the moon, I think. SpaceX. Yeah. And there was going to be a reality show so he could find a lady to ostensibly bring with him and marry after or whatever. It started with a competition, like an essay competition. Then it turned into like a Be My Moon date. And then now, because there's been many facets to this story. This is the third or fourth time we've had an update on this story from Mrs. Ryan. What girls know is that <laughs> stories evolve and that this started as a guy that wanted to go to the moon and then he was like, I don't want to go by myself. And then a real, a production company was like, we can make a show out of this. And they were going to. And now he's canceled it. He's withdrawn his participation. What that says to me is it worked out a little sooner and now we no longer need the contest for that facet of it. We'll see. Yeah. Is something crazy like twenty seven thousand people applied? <laughs> Who knows? 
I'll be watching them. I, I don't know. Would they... you do it? I, take the no. uh, take the relationship element out of it. Say somebody just offered you a trip to to, to do that to go uh, <laughs> go uh, ferry around the moon, the dark side, and then come back the other the whole way. I said I don't no. know how long that takes. I think it's a couple weeks. I but... said no, but I would like to amend that. I would probably do it. Whoa! Because really? who cares? Good for you because of who you are and everything. You mean like where you are mentally who at this I've point in your life? Who I've gotten to be, yeah. yeah. Like who cares? Man, that's good. I feel like when I was younger, I would have said absolutely. And now in my adult life, I'm kind of like, oh, well, I'm claustrophobic now and things hurt. And, you know, all the <laughs> things that the adults that you've amassed in your life, the fears and whatever. But then I think to myself, oh, hey, asshole, you just labeled them all as fears. So you need to get over them so that it would be like, get your ass up there. Because like you said, whatever happens, happens. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, I kind of hey, maybe I would too, or at least I, I want to say I would. Right, <laughs> pick me, pick me. <laughs> now that all that other stuff's out of the equation, no essay for you. Um, shark bones were found in Kentucky. I don't what does that know. Mean to you? It means that nothing we thought we knew we knew, so everything's new again. So wide eyed, and we what get that to look to at everything. It's potential that it was once. Uh, see in that area yeah so to to me that just changes the trajectory of anything prehistoric facts that i was taught whatever um a lot of people that we know always ask about jerry seinfeld like do we see him do we talk to him whatever blah blah because of our business and we do the show and cars and whatever you would think there would be crossover except he's jerry seinfeld and we're us <laughs> that's my position on it totally you would think there would be because of the cars and comedy but he's jerry seinfeld we're us we're the guys doing the show he writes the episode about <laughs> right so i know what everyone else knows which is what i read about but I thought this would be interesting maybe to some people. He's got a new book coming out in October. I saw that. Um, did you read his other one, Sign Language? No, I was – in fact, I was – no, I didn't. But I had to re- – I thought it was Couplehood earlier and I thought to myself, no, that was Paul Reiser. And then I got to – what was it? Oh, Sign Language. And it was like S-E-I-N, right? Yeah. Like sign – okay. Yeah, it was like 27 years ago. That sounds I mean, right. Something ridiculous. So look for the new book. Wow. I feel like, not to be coincidental, but I feel like that book came out and he promoted it here on this version of this show. And, and in fact, that math would add, you said 27 years ago? That would be 93. That's, that could, that's possible. That is definitely possible. We'll see you back here to promote the new book in October, Jerry. Um, okay, lastly. You, you know, I mean, you, yeah. you used to know him. I, I mean, we see him, we see him at places all the time, but he doesn't know us. We don't know him. You, uh, you've flown on private jets internationally with him, for God's sake. What did it do? I went to Cannes with him for the B movie, for, with Chris Rock, actually, but Jerry That's was That's right. There. And then, didn't Spike even write that movie? Spike wrote that movie. He, uh, Jerry just started dating Jessica, and she offered for me to carry her luggage. <laughs> and then tried to, and then real whatever. I was part of the crew, and was like, "You should go out with." Oh, Jake she thought you were the flight crew. Yeah, not Chris Rock's c- crew. Oh, yeah, that makes okay. <laughs> not not that Jessica Seinfeld is that type of person. Who carry this? She's not. She was great, but she right. was like, she thought I was a flight crew, so she right, handed right, me right. her bag to put on the plane. Um, I adore that lady. That is one of my favorite stories I got told the other day. Um, and you're, I love you more than Jake Gyllenhaal, so I win. 
Does any, nobody gets that. I said that oh, she you tried did, you to did? Say, Oh, I missed it. Okay, good. Sorry. Uh, Sorry. Lastly, I love you, I love you too. Uh, the Price is Right is going to be back in primetime with celebrity shows. Oh, boy, oh, boy. In the spring. I love when they do that. I haven't watched that show in years, it's but it does. It's a it's a warm and fuzzy from when I was young, for it's sure. It's warm and fuzzy. They did one with Seth Rogen and some Seal show back in the winter. I didn't watch it, um, but I used to work with Drew, so I anything right. to keep the prices right love going. I'm all about. Don't we? Yeah, we have pictures of you spinning the wheel and stuff mm-hmm. there, right? I took you to all the... Yeah, yeah, that's right. And the mountain climber and all that stuff. And and Plinko. Yeah. We have, there's a Plinko chip right over That's funny you mentioned that. Here, I'm gonna, just because <laughs> it's been part of our set forever. But nobody can see it, so they don't they don't know that. This is literally... This is an actual real Price is Right Plinko real chip one. It's from like, the actual game from so Plinko. so cool. Made out of wood and stuff. It's pretty funny. All right, on and on, Mrs. Ryan. Let's wrap this up. There we go. And that's been <laughs> What's Going On. Oh, my gosh. It's brilliant. You're the best. Uh, all right, let's take a quick break, very quick break, and uh, get our guest in here, Carson Chan. We're going to talk about Porsches. We're going to talk about watches, what he does for a living, because apparently that's confusing to most people. <laughs> <laughs> Said him. Uh, 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 late Night Playset. We'll be back with more right after this. Oh, so delicious, it's a hot sauce made by bears. Garlic and serrano, mixed with love and care. You can put it on your eggs, pour it on your rice. It's great on a leg, it's better on a slice. It's oh, so delicious, it's a hot sauce made by bears. Oh, so delicious hot sauce, great on everything except oatmeal. Get your bottle today at ohsodelicious.org. One dollar from every bottle sold goes to the National Military Family Association. This is good. In that case, I'm bringing it back here. We are sitting here live with Mr. Carson Chan. Hi, buddy. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> I'm great. I'm great. I can't believe you're here because I barely know you, but yet you're like this friend that I feel like I know, but I don't know. I feel like I know you, but I don't know you. So here we are. We're going to fix that. <laughs> here we are. <laughs> Very happy to be here. I can't believe it myself. I was watching on YouTube halfway around the world two weeks ago, and now I'm here. Wow. You said uh, watching the first part was surreal. What did you mean by that? Coming in here, being in this room with you guys, I, I felt like, you know, I was, I was just watching this. Now I'm oh. in it. It felt like, you know, this, this, this you know, crazy dream, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but well, know, Welcome to the late night play yeah, set. Yeah. <laughs> That's what and, we're all about. And this right here, oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still getting goosebumps. Um, you mean it too? I do. It's a big deal for you. It is because uh, I think to a lot of viewers, if they were younger, they probably don't have this emotion. But I watched this when I when when he was you know on TV and and stuff, and now I'm sitting in front of it. Yeah. Wow. I'm gonna have to do a selfie after this. Oh, please. Yes. Please. Where were you when you watched it? Oh, I was in LA. You were. Okay. I was, I was in were, LA. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I'll, I'll give you my whole resume. So you get to know me and 
Well, what I found interesting was you said right before the show, you said, no, it's actually really good because most people don't understand what I do for a living. Exactly. And I guess I just know you to be in the watch world, but I, perhaps I have no clue either. So Maybe we should start there. I what do should. you do for a living? I, I, so I'm a consultant, and I consult for um, this organization in French, Fondation de la Autologie. Uh, in English, it means uh, Foundation of High-End Watchmaking World. So what they do is um, they are an industry body. It's sort of like an association. So all their members are watch brands. Um, so uh, IWC, Cartier, these are, these are their members. It is um, My role is to handle all the members in Asia-Pacific. So my job is to help the member. So imagine um, if you have a private club, you're paying uh, membership fees and you, you want to get something back out of it, right? Whether you use the gym or there's yeah. like a nice truffle dinner or whatnot. So I need to come up with these things for, for the brands. So Whoa. They, they, um, uh, they are looking for help in um, promoting. Well, I guess... Let me back up. Uh, to summarize it, my job is to promote um, mechanical watches. That's it. Obviously, more to my member brands <laughs> than those who are non-members. But you know, I'm I'm trying to promote. You're saying for all our Fitbit wearing uh, viewers that that is not that may not even be a watch. Uh, no, for, well, not- for me, it uh, if you're wearing a Fitbit, it's a good start. You are practicing having something on your wrist. Ah! If you don't even have a Fitbit, training. Yeah, it's purposes. a it's a very so. A lot of people ask me what I feel about uh, the Apple Watch or or yeah, Fitbit. it's totally where I was going. Obviously, it's but it's it's training the the sixteen year old to put something on the wrist. I mean, without this, they're not even they're not going to use it. Hmm. So. Um, we're getting very geeky with watches stuff, um, but it's, sorry, you know me. I'm so curious. I'll try to show it. Up. It's no, no. It's it's um, watches is it's it's one category that's gone from a necessity to an accessories. Mm-hmm. You twenty years ago, you need a watch. Absolutely, you don't need it now. The no, no, you don't need it. Everything that you need, you know, it's on your phone. When I was a kid, if you even went to the mall and you had to split up as a family, you know, all right, we're going to meet at the fountain at 930 or whatever. Well, there was no cell phone to check. There was no beeper, no pager, none of that stuff. Exactly. You could go look at every clock at every store. But no, we all had watches. In fact, I remember it being sort of a rite of passage when you were a kid and got your Mickey Mouse watch when I was a child. Do you remember that Mm -hmm. too? Exactly. Exactly. So now the generation, you know, the technology has changed. Uh, New generation probably don't have this need. So how is the watch industry going to survive, you know, with, with, this, with this, this mechanical piece becoming obsolete, right? That's my job. Hmm. So a lot of people who are my Instagram follower um, will realize that I have two accounts. One is for my personal, my car stuff, my watches, my cigars and stuff. The other is just <laughs> watches. like, one's for my ball in. <laughs> Oh boy! That's for how awesome I am. You're so great, man. Um, So I have another account for 
crazy watches. There are some that are million dollar watches. Those are not mine. Those are <laughs> those are not. A lot of people are like. Do you ha- do you? No, it's not mine. Right, it's, you represent. Uh, all yeah, this so stuff. I am. I am. I, I give information about the the the, the size, the, the 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 specs of the watch. So, but if you are on my Facebook, you can't see it. You can't see the two different things. Mm. So a lot of people on my Facebook thought like. Oh my goodness! This guy has oh, all those watches. Everything dumps to one. Yes, of course. So yes. that, they're getting the funnel. So you know, no, I don't own all of them, and I don't sell watches. So a lot of people have this idea that I'm I'm selling watches. Like, what kind of discount do you give? I I, I, I don't I don't. As sell if watches. you're representing a brand for that purpose. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Well. Hmm. So now, but you are representing. No, I guess you're representing more the idea of a watch than an actual brand. I represent why is it fun to have a watch? Well, your life looks fun. So is that your purpose? (laughs) You have the instrument. Like, look at this lifestyle, and I'm wearing a watch. If you, too, knew what time it was, you could have this life. Yes. Yes. There's nothing wrong with that. I think it's awesome. I'm I'm learning. Yeah. It's it's a lot to do with – and I tied them together. Watches, cars, art. It's all interconnected. I mean, if you are into cars, you have, give me half an hour, I can make you become interested in watches. That's, that's, similarities are... Yeah, very, very much. Um, in, in fact, that's how, that is how I got into watches. Um, is, it quick, want- is it quick enough to say? Because I think most people would like to know. That's your profession. We would love to know, are you interested in what you do? And how did you get interested? <laughs> I am so lucky to be working in an area that I'm passionate about. So, um, I moved. So I was. I was. I grew up in Asia. I moved here in the '80s. So I've done high school, my university here, and then in the late '90s, I moved back to Asia. Now, having grown up here, uh, the Porsche bug was set very early on, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, Southern California, especially it, the abundance of parts. Cars, I have a the the yellow nine fourteen the the shell. That car I bought in ninety three. Well, I, I got it as a gift. The guy who got it paid a hundred and fifty dollars for it. <laughs> Only in L A. Right? No, it didn't look like it looks today. Obviously, probably right. Uh, you know, it was all there. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, that's yeah. so. Fun, but- <laughs> 150 bucks. Yeah. So when, when this was new, it was worth 150 bucks. That's crazy. <laughs> the LA story, man. So, you know, I, I, I caught the book. But then as soon as I moved to um, Asia, I had to give up all the car culture, all the car hobby and everything because it's so expensive. So then that mechanical itch, I, you know, right. I just can't get to it. I need to scratch it. <laughs> and I found. Mechanical watches, my goodness! <laughs> wow, I was blown away. Um, it was. Well, what was it? Why? But you knew watches existed. You knew mechanical watches were a a, a, a product in the world. I, I at the beginning, I, I understood. I understand mechanical watches as a product, not as an engineering piece. The intricacies that go into it. As as. As I learn and dig deeper into learning about the intricacy of this mechanical movement, I found out it is exactly like 
uh, an, an, engine. an engine. Yeah. Oil, gear, you need to torque every little screws, all that. Really? Was, yeah. Yeah. There, there are torque wrenches. For, for watches? Yes. Yes. The amount of knowledge that goes into making a fine timepiece, I think, is yeah. it's generational almost. Yeah. The, the older ones are the mechanical ones, right? The newer ones are electronic for no, the most even, part? Even today, there are still uh, a, a, okay. a, a, a good amount that are uh, mechanical. Yeah. Um, so the, the engineering aspect of it, it's very similar to cars, and I, I just fell in love. Yeah. Um, you know, the first thing I bought was a, not a watch, but a toolkit. I got all the tools. Screwdrivers, uh, tweezers. I got my own bench, you know. so Is it you, basically just a teeny tiny full toolkit? I mean, that we would expect for, say, a mechanics tool set, but just itty bitty for yeah, fine craft. Very similar. Very similar. So it's, 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 you can see, and the space that it's required it's just one desk. <laughs> Your bureau, yeah. <laughs> you know, sure. unlike a car where you're going to need parking spots and, and all that. So I, 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 I dove very deep into it, and that's how it started. It, it, so thanks to cars, I got into watches. Wow. And with the, 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 the automotive engineering knowledge that I have, um, I was able to translate that into mechanical watches. And I, you know... I am here today. So. <laughs> that is fascinating. Yeah. But you yeah. did it. We'll get into how and all that at some other time probably. But Sure. Uh, so that's how and why you like watches. Where were we going with that? Oh, and then did we cover – did we wrap up what you actually do? So Okay. So the, the, the organization uh, – You're I not said, just it, a party planner for incredible brands. Not just that. There are, there are a lot of things that only at the industry level – that you can you can provide this this service, for example, um, uh, wine. If you like wine, uh, you can become a wine expert. But how do you become an, a watch expert? There's no. This isn't a two hundred plus year old industry that does not have a um, a way for you to to climb up. It's not an educational infrastructure. No. Okay. Or or let's say jewelry. If you like jewelry, we have the Gemologist Institute of America, the GIA, mm-hmm. where you can go and study certification. Right. So we, at my level, we 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 actually started a um, a watch academy, where you get to go to school, you learn, you get certified, and you get a a, a certain level of where you are at yeah. in terms of technical knowledge. It's so kind of like brilliant. Why? Where, why hasn't this existed? Because too much, gap. too many people are focused on sales oriented, you know, and and nobody talks about. It. So today, it's it's kind of challenging because a lot of people buy a watch that is a hundred thousand dollars or more, and they they don't know why they're buying it. <laughs> they don't know what why is it costing a hundred grand. Right? Oh, I see. Or Just that it does, and they can afford it, and it looks cool. And right. but done. you kind of want to know it because it's a hundred thousand dollars. That's and that's that why. too, and that's fine. But they don't know where that money goes. But here's the problem: the person who sells it cannot explain it. Uh, okay. So that I think um, this may be a societal problem outside of just watches. But we we at the industry level, we are trying to help with that 
sort of um, situation and and try to make it into a, a more um, sustainable relationship between the, the 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 shopkeeper or the salesperson and uh, the, the consumer. Yeah. Wow. I've never had to buy a watch. I don't know. I mean, I probably bought a watch when I was a kid, but I mean, any watches I ever had that certainly any nicer watches were always gifts when I was a kid, whether it was a milestone or whatever the heck. And uh, it was always kind of like a cross pen to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like, yeah. oh, certainly. And I appreciate it. And I definitely get the sentimentality. But I, it never resonated. And uh, these days, I see the resurgence, certainly in the last five years or so, certainly in the Los Angeles community. Yeah. And then the Instagram certainly takes it. And then you see what everyone's doing globally. Watches are a big thing. <laughs> really big Huge. thing. Yeah, that's a heck of a market. Uh, and I just was one of those like, oh, who knew? Yeah. Escaped me. Yeah. I'm very glad you're here. Thank you. Uh, did we, I said it briefly before, how we met. Yeah. You were on the crest one day in your, is it a 904? It is a 904 uh, replica. Mm -hmm. So it's uh, it was built by Beck, and I was up at the crest with that car. Um, yeah, that's how, that's, I, I believe it was almost a year and a half ago. At least, yeah. Something like that. It yeah. feels like it. It feels like more. I just, uh, I remember that car, and then I've seen you and that car in other places where I've gotten to get in that car and really feel what that car is all about. Um, what's it like driving that car? <sighs> Scary. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's very light. Uh, I know some viewers going to comment that like, I, I think there's, it's too much horsepower. Because your specific one, though, your Beck 904 replica is powered by? A 993. It's a lot more power, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I, if I could do it all over again, I, I, I should go with the 3.2. Mm. And that is plenty. Even that would be a lot, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. It's, the car is, what, 1,700 pounds? So yeah, it's uh, it's very light and um, yeah, I, I, I. That's almost half of ours. We're right, just above the three thousand. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, um, I've had it. I've. It's very dangerous uh, when you're. Tra I travel a lot, so I particularly remember I was in Korea working, and I was um, at the hotel. Nothing to do. Go online. I'm checking out this Beck 904, and I started specking this, you know, making specification of how I want to build it. Then I emailed them, and suddenly, you know, within five hours, I found myself, I, I'm placing an order. Oh, God, you were just browsing? When, when, yeah, when and, browsing. I, and I'm like, oh, my goodness, I better tell my wife. Bought a new car. Uh, honey, is it, it okay? I, and then I, I, I kind of, you know, backtracked and I said, hey, what do you think of this car? She's like, oh, you know, uh, fortunately. Only in photos. Only in, only photos. in photos. Yeah. And, and I was in Korea. She was in Hong Kong. And I said, <laughs> hey, you know, what do you think of this car? And she's like, oh, you know, if you like it, I like it. I have a very awesome wife. So um, then I got it. Uh, the How long did it take from order uh, to about, delivery? About a year. About a year. It's pretty good. Yeah. So um, I, I, you know, every step of the way, they send me photos and, you know, you, we're looking for an engine. Um, they ask me what kind of, so they ask you a ton of questions. Like, what color, what headliner do you want? 
How do you oh, want to dash? They're building it from scratch, so you can yeah, spec anything yeah. and everything just like Porsche. Okay. Thankfully, I have friends in the automotive industry. <laughs> My good friend Tim, who worked, who was the uh, uh, BMW interior designer, who now is uh, running and uh, uh, working in a in a in a Chinese electric car company. But his forte was to design car interiors. Oh, I see. So I emailed him. I'm like, hey, dude. <laughs> the interior yours is not like a race car. It's like no. somebody with some What some I like taste. and how. So he guided me. He's like, wow. well, this, you do not want something bright. This, you do not want something dark. So anyway, it, it took a lot of, you know, back and forth email. But that's uh, why it's such a looker, too, on top of being a neat car. I, I love the interior of the car. Um so I, you know, after a year or so, I got I received the car, uh, and because I don't spend a lot of time in LA, um, the car is not driven a lot. And whenever I have the opportunity to drive it, ACH, see you there. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, actually, you've mentioned. ACH and Breakfast Club. You made it up there last week. I not did. Not in that car. It was in not the, in that. It was, it was in a, yeah, C4. Yeah. Um, so uh, I was worried about the snow because somebody posted a picture of knee deep, deep snow just, what, seven days ago? Yeah. Uh, that that week, there even Caltrans posted a photo up further by Mount Waterman. It was, you know, they, they have to cut through with one of those big machines. They can't plow it because it's so deep. <laughs> It was 10 feet tall. No exaggeration. It was just a wall next to the truck. 10 feet. Oh, my goodness. It's probably a drift there, but still. But it was amazing last week. Yeah. Uh, oh, a lot of people came out. That was yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing it tomorrow. Are you? Yes. Sweet. Yes, yes. We're getting a lot of Carson Chan this visit. Yes. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm milking it. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> how, how long are you in town? How long are you generally in town when you're in town? Well, usually I have about... Eight to ten weeks every year, but not all at once. No, probably okay. six weeks in the summer, and then the rest scattered Thanksgiving, Christmas, or, or something like that. So, uh, so how long am I in here? Uh, how long am I in town? Uh, I don't know yet, because what's going on uh, in Asia right now right. Uh, with the with the coronavirus? Every uh, time you come here, there's something. I, I remember I last time you couldn't leave because. The political situations yes. and stuff. Yes, yes, so I the know. Coronavirus is yes. the big topic these days. Yes, I know. Blame it on me. It's it's all me. <laughs> That's what I'm not trying to connect the dots, but <laughs> yeah. Um, so now the kids, the, the my my two girls, their school has been postponed. The the, the school holiday has been extended. They are not opening until probably end of Feb. Whoa. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, it's, it's, it's been like checking the news, checking with the airline. I'm scheduled to leave on Monday, Okay, but it's very <laughs> unlikely. I'm, I, it, it, it's very likely it will be one more week. So I don't know. Wow. But I'm, I'm milking it. Yes, yes, I'm yes. Squeezing in every cost and coffee and uh, all the ACH awesome. I can do. Yeah. There's tons of shit to do here. Let's stay on that for a second. It, you, <laughs> There is no shortage of events, car events yeah. in Los Angeles, and I feel like it has multiplied by some sort of magnitude, some multitude in the last year. Yeah. D did you notice a difference since you're not here, you know, week to week? Do you notice a difference from when you come and go like, oh, there's way I, more things I, happening? I have discovered that 
more things are happening closer to me. I used to have to go Orange County driving, you know, 60, 80 miles just to get into one event. So now I get, I have a lot more choices where I can choose something that's much closer to me, much mm -hmm. easier to, uh, to, to, for me to attend. Um, but so on, convenience is, that's good. But on top of that, I think the, the culture, the car culture here, it's very, very unique. Um, where you have things like cars and coffee, where you just relax and take a look at other people's car, make comments, make friends, or the breakfast club where you go to, you, where you do some driving. Right. Um, whereas elsewhere in the world, it is probably a biannual thing that, you know, oh, it will only happen once every six months, not every week. This is amazing. I love this. <laughs> I love this. The, 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 the people, the, the variety that you see, yes. it's amazing. Yeah. I love it. It's, uh, for me, it's, it's something that, you know, I, I'm trying, whenever I'm here, I'm trying to, I'm trying to soak it in oh. as much as I could. I love that. What do you do with it? Does that hold you over to next time? Or do you take that and put that energy into your work somehow, into what you do? It's a blend. It's a blend of everything. You know, you you're, you're connecting with people, old friends, new friends. You notice how Paul see Paul from Paul Kennel. Yeah, Paul Kramer. <laughs> he, he would grab me and start. He, what kind of watch are you wearing? Yeah, you everybody know. does that when they see you. Every Marco did the same thing. Yeah, Marco TLG showed up too. Same thing. Yeah, so it it becomes you know it's a it's a it's a it's it's something that you know. It's kind of like a community that that you know you're, you're starting to build, yes. and, and you're, you're belonging to to this community, and and you feel good about it. Um, We've always said, and then the cars and coffee Los Angeles guys say it as well. It's a, there's a family here for sure. Yeah, I mean that's how tight the group is. Whether you love people or hate people this week, it doesn't matter. We're all in it together because nobody's going anywhere. We all live here. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. So uh, for me, it's a it's it's an experience that you know you I soak it in. To last for whenever I need to be away and, and until I come back, I look forward to it. So every time when I travel back to L.A., I would actually go on Facebook and, okay, check, check. I'm going doing this, 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 this. Make your calendar. Yes, yes, absolutely. And um, looking forward. And I would, I would go out and reconnect with – because I'm here only a couple of weeks a year. Sometimes I meet people and I forget them. Sure. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm not snobbish. Come say hi to me. Um, I swear I would try to remember and, 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 and we should take a selfie and, you know. I salute you for saying that. I, it, it, it's very easy to get a reputation for being stuck up or whatever when the truth is you're like, I'm socially awkward. I don't remember everybody because we meet a lot of people and I, I'm sorry. That's really what it comes down to. But we're new at all of this. You've been in the public a little longer, and we're kind of struggling with what you just said right now. <laughs> yeah, no. So yes, please come you want say to remember hi. Everybody, and you want to give every you, you want to give attention to every. You know what I mean? Like the whole thing. You want yeah. to learn about everybody. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's got a story. So um, it's didn't it's mean to good sidebar to... that, but you you hit a struck a nerve for us there and made made it about me again. Go ahead. <laughs> That's, That's what good. I, it's what so I do, Carson. We should we should we should. Oh, you know what? It would be a good idea to have one of those, hello, my name is, sticker, <laughs> and everybody wears it, right? Yes. That would be all so. All the time? All the time. Or technology would come up like everybody would have a QR code, and you have your Google Glass, and you oh, just look. Oh, a license plate and, for your body, basically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, 
exactly. I know which. I know this guy. Everybody name in and... the building should wear name tags. It's a different Seinfeld episode. <laughs> Get on it, Carson. <laughs> when I come to town, everyone wear your name tag. <laughs> um, I asked this clumsily before, but I'm curious. Yeah. Um, do people? Do you take? whatever you get when you're here, whatever, if you learn something from a new, maybe somebody does something different at an event or, or uh, the camaraderie over at a new place is something. Do you take any of that and think, oh, wow, I could somehow apply what they did into what I do for a living? Because you are in a, let's make people feel good about things. I, I do, I do. Um, and I, I don't do it just here. It's everywhere. Wherever, you, wherever I travel, uh, wherever I meet people, I think about how I can integrate that new experience into into my professional work, um, and it's been very useful. Um, I think networking is something that, at this moment, technology cannot replace. <laughs> the human interaction, face to face. You know, you have FaceTime, you have you have video chat, whatever. But at this, right now, I don't know about 10 years later, but for the time being, I think it is irreplaceable, this, this interaction. Uh, speaking to someone on the phone and doing email, email, you would go back and forth 40 emails, whereas I can talk to you for 30 minutes and we can get this done. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I, I we're think… we the final page of the document. Yes, exactly. So um, for me, it's very important to meet people. To Same. to develop a connection, it's 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 that you know right now technology is it's not there yet. Do you think it'll ever be? I mean, I'm, uh, I'm hard to say. Where, you know, when when holograms, you know, all that coming up, I I don't know. I can't. I mean, I feel like that's where our intuition comes in as 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 beings. Yeah, because uh, everything is getting the the line between real and and not real is very 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 blurry for me these days. Yeah. So. Hard to say. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. But I enjoy this interaction, I, and I think it's very important. Whether it's watches or cars, you know, if I if I show you a, a watch, you know, it's it's much more direct to get the the feedback, your reaction, storytelling, all that. It's 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 right now. It's you could I I could I could do an Instagram post, but. You know, it's it's very different from in person's tactile. And oh yes, you get to in visceral, and that's what that's about. Yes. So it just depends on what you want. I think. I think you guys are saying the better words than me. I, <laughs> I, I, you know what I mean? I mean, it's based on feelings because everyone. Uh, yeah, I can't tell. Intu- intuition. I'm just going to say that it's intuition, Carson. It's all about intuition. I'm sorry you don't realize it. <laughs> That's the secret word of the day. <laughs> um, uh, your cousin Adrian. Adrian. What a what a delightful fellow. He's my brother. Oh, it's your brother. My younger brother. Oh, I don't know why I thought he was your cousin. Uh, we met him the same day we met you. Yes. And then we see him more frequently than we see you. Yes. And a lot of people mistaken him. Well, me as him. Because I'm not usually here, so I would I would oh. get people come up and give me high five and <laughs> and we are we are five minutes into the conversation and I'm like I have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> and I realize that they think I'm Adrian, so um, it used to be very easy to differentiate the two of us. I wear glasses, he 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 didn't. No, now he does. Then we all get to an age. Yeah, so I don't. He's really the better looking you, one. I don't think. Well, I mean, I met you both maybe at the same time, which perhaps helps. Yeah. To differentiate, yeah. but I don't think of you two as looking all that similar. Who's older? I am older. 
I'm older. Um, but he's better looking. Smarter, more charismatic, you know. I am shy on the inside. <laughs> Way to clarify. <laughs> um, all right, let's bounce to the card here for just one second. Uh, childhood, you mentioned how you ping pong around places, um, uh, but what kind of a kid were you? I'm, I know your culture. I'm assuming you were probably a pretty good kid. Um, as you can imagine, I was the kid that when you, my dad bought me a car, first thing I do is play with it for, for 10 minutes, and then the next thing, I started taking it apart. This was me. Exactly, right? Take it apart, brick it. But you um, wanted to see how it worked, not, yeah. not to No, 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 to no. I, I want to see how it worked. You put it back together afterwards. I try. Yep. Yeah, yeah. But, I've um, never heard anyone else say it as resolutely as you do. It's so funny. So you get, you understand what I'm... Yes, sir. <laughs> well, and now the watches make perfect sense. I mean, so that's you, all it took. Now, it was, the, if you told me, like, oh, that's where I started, I went, oh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, and my first, I can tell you my, my first encounter with a Porsche was when I was, I would say, nine or ten. In my neighborhood, I heard this sound, oh. and I, I looked out the window, and I saw this ice green 930 turbo pulling out, and that just forever ingrained in my mind. So that, whenever I see... Uh, an ice cream, uh, uh, a turbo body, I get goosebumps. <laughs> so, and that was here in LA, yeah? No, that was in Hong Kong. Oh, really? That was in Hong Kong, yeah. Ooh. I think of the Magnus one. He's got an ice cream. Yes. Thing. Yeah. He does. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, he does. Um, that is. It does it for you, for it sure. It does. It does. And, Do um, you have one, or are you going to own no, one someday? I, so I've had um, uh, uh, turbo body cars on and off. I've been. I've been – so my first – my first ever Porsche 911 was, I bought it in 1991. It was a 79 SC. The color, desert beige. Oh. Back in 91, no one would get into it. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. But today, if I still have the car, everybody yeah. will like, Wow. What it's a cool car. That was sounds sepia brown. My dad's got a Porsche. It's in the garage. We're so excited. We all go check it out. Oh, it's brown. Oh, <laughs> nice Porsche. Brown. Yeah. Nowadays. Exactly. And now today, it's, it's, a, it's a cool color. Oh, very desirable. And, um, and, and beautiful. Somehow it ages. It ages yeah, differently. Yeah. yeah. So, so I, I was saying, I think color also has a trend. right? Whatever is trendy now might not be trendy right. you know, in the future. <clears throat> yeah. So and vice versa. Exactly. So, you know, um, going back to the first Porsche that I have, I worked for 18 months, nonstop, nine to nine, seven days a week to make money to buy that oh, wow. um, uh, 911 SC. I, I remember that. It, I remember it vividly. How, how old were you? 20... 21 or 22. Wow. That's correct. That is yeah. Correct. yeah. Uh, wow. That is amazing. Yeah. And so was that uh, the first thing uh, of that caliber that you had worked hard towards to get the payoff? Or had you had anything yeah, like that? Yeah, it was. And, you know, I, I've, I've had I, – I, I was a little bit crazy with cars. So I've had many, many different cars. 
but, but that, that that commitment of a, a year and a half straight work and yeah, 12 that, hours a day. That was that also probably trained my self-discipline mm. on how if you want to get something put your mind to it get it done and do it that's that's something that i i, I enjoyed a lot um it's possible yes yes sad i don't have the car anymore but you know it was it was it was it was a lot more meaningful for me to have that car let's say than someone who has a much more expensive car Oh. To me, that was my, you know, my 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 queen. Yeah. So it's a it, it was a very it was a very uh, enjoyable experience. I bet. Yeah. Well, why'd you get rid of it? Was it a financial thing, or you? No, I, I then I and then I had from a seventy nine. I went to an eighty three Euro SC. Then I sold it uh, because I need to return to I need to move to Asia. Oh right. But I, I have Many a I have a um a seventy two nine fourteen which I've owned since ninety three and I still have it, which uh, I think you've seen the, 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 the shell livery. I love it, yes. So I would like to say a little story about that car. I would love to hear it. In nineteen ninety four I received this car as a gift, as a birthday gift from a good friend Royce. So wait a second. This is the same car that your friend one hundred and fifty dollars. Is this the same thing? Oh, so we're continuing that story. Okay, perfect. But I don't think we were on air when oh. we were talking about that. Really? One fifty. Were oh. we? Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so he bought the car for one hundred and fifty bucks, and immediately we started working on it. It, it was kind of dumpy, you know. It's it's kind of it was running, but you know we we started rebuilding the brakes and and trying to you know, sort out the car. And then one evening he called, he's like, dude, what are you doing? Where are you? This is pre-cell phone, right? 93. Um, and I said, I'm home. He's this like, when you I'm needed to wear a watch. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> when, when you need to wear a watch, yes. Uh, he's like, I'm coming over. I'm like, sure. He drove over and he says, here's a pink slip. I know your birthday is coming up in two weeks. Happy birthday, dude. I'm like, wait, What? He's like, yeah, my mom is coming, and I can't let her see this car in my garage. His mom lives in Taiwan, and she's on, she's midair. And he's like, before she lands, I need to get rid of the car. So here, happy birthday. You know, <laughs> killing two birds with one stone. That's amazing. So I kept the car. I have the car. I, I still have it. I, I spent the next three years working on it. Um, and then I, I, it was, um, it was the same color as Ben's, uh, the professor run, his nine fourteen, mm-hmm. um, but it was a little too pale yellow for me, and I had it repaint. It was one hundred fifty bucks, one hundred fifty dollars paint job, right? <laughs> so I said, okay, get Mako? it, get it, yeah. Get, I want the, I want the rear to be black, and the livery idea came from a nine six four cup car. Uh, that I saw, and I know I'm never ever gonna own that. So I thought, okay, let's do that livery, sure. let's do that paint work. So, and you if know. you're doing panels, you don't have to blend anything, so it's easy and cheap to just exactly, just, just exactly, shoot it, just shoot. Ah. It. And I and I just I just I just ordered those decals from like a printer, and I I put it on myself. Really? So, yeah. Oh, that car is very convincing. <laughs> very convincing. 
<laughs> and it displays so well with the 904 because of the yellow and the red. It's yeah. so good together. Yeah. So the, the, the car I, I, I've kept all these years, and recently in the past four years, I've started. You know, I, I, there was a period of probably eight years I, I didn't start it. Whoa! Oh I didn't. I didn't move it. I didn't touch it. It sat in a garage for eight straight years. Then I spent two days, you know, draining, changing the oil in the spark plug, everything, and I jumped in the car and started. First crank. It's amazing. <laughs> that 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 only is a, that in is, California. That is amazing. Only in California. So uh, now the car is resurrected. And I'm doing a lot of canyon runs and yeah. you know, having fun with it. What are you going to drive tomorrow? Have you decided? So uh, either the, probably the 914. Okay. The other 914 that I have, it's at the Peterson. So I, I it, it's very <laughs> won't funny. let you take it out to Breakfast Club? <laughs> Boy, <laughs> a little oh, can snooty I? over no. there. <laughs> no. We love the Peterson. Um, I, I, I got an email from the Peterson um, in July. And I thought it was a spam. I was I thought that was like a scam email. It says, "Hey, would you consider um, displaying your car?" And, and it just looked spammy. Mm-hmm. And I just ignored it. And then my good friend Marty Schneider from MSDS, he says, "Oh, we love Marty." Yeah, yeah. He's like, "Dude, did you get an email from?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "You got to reply." Wait, what? I I just didn't get it. I'm like, so anyway, um, it happened. So uh, Peterson says, "Do you would you mind displaying your car until March?" Hmm. This was last year, and I'm like, I can't. They're like, "Is it too long?" I'm like, "No, it's too short. I can't come back in March and pick up oh, the car. Wow. If you take it, take it until next August." So. This coming August, so yeah, because then I would be back. I'll, I'll sort out, bring the car back. Right, but yeah, I'm. That's hey, awesome. Very uh, bucket list check. Yeah, <laughs> have a car in a museum. That's this is, super uh, cool. Very very happy with that. Uh, do you happen to know a V Dubber for life on the Instagram? He's a good friend of ours, Tori, and uh, uh, he's helped us out with the show, and he's big in the Porsche community, good friends with Ray Schaefer and Hunziker and all that stuff. Huh. Uh, he just bought um, the 906 replica from the Ford versus Ferrari movie, the actual yes, one. Yes, I think I saw that on Instagram. Okay, yes. so he bought that car, and it's a wonderful project he's doing. He's gonna, he's, he's really, it's going to be amazing when it's done. Uh, and that car will, for a, a spell, be down at the Porsche uh, uh, headquarters down in Atlanta for their movie car exhibit. So it's oh, kind, of, wow. kind of a neat thing where just you guys own similar cars, even though it's not the exact same yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I forgot that I met, wanted to mention that earlier because it's very cool for Tori. Wow. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, how do you feel about this experience? We've, we've done the time, believe it or not. Really? Yeah. We can talk about anything else if you have anything for us, but otherwise... Um, Especially now that I know I get to talk to you tomorrow at Breakfast Club. Yeah, I, I would love to. So, before going to Cars and Coffee, all these things in the in the late in the late eighties, early nineties, I was very much involved with the Porsche Owners Club, the mm-hmm. POC. So, if I were to spend more time in LA, I would very much love to get back into um, uh, racing. Yeah. So I've even tried to get my. I know that the U.S. licensing 
uh, you know, you got to go to PCA or SCCA. So I thought, okay, I'm going to do FIA licensing in Asia. So I've, I've done a lot of things to get myself up to the international C license, which is, would be good for anything here. Mm-hmm. And then it expired. <laughs> <laughs> so now it took, it took a very hard two years effort to get that done because you gotta you gotta do like six races sanctioned race and i in hong kong there's no racetrack there's no circuit so you gotta fly all over asia to do this dude and it's 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 costly yeah and you can't so you have to rent a race so you rent a team you rent a car you goodness gracious so yeah this is an undertaking yeah but then it expired I equate this to uh, you know you, you've got your elite status and you lost your your mileage or yeah. whatever you know in your in your frequent flyers. Worst feeling, <laughs> <laughs> sir. Back at the line. Go back. You're you're not elite anymore. Go back. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So you did all that work. I, I would love to get back into into this racetrack and and you know spending more time tinkering with the car. I'm more of a driver than, you know, cars and coffee is nice, but yeah. it's it's just that that itch relief is going to be ineffective very soon. Yeah, I, need to, I know what you mean. Yeah, I need uh, to th- get back. That's one of the nice things about uh, the, the Breakfast Club thing is just because of where it is. It's a, you get the drive, and yeah. then it can be as much or as little community once you're up there as you want it to be. Yes, you know? yes. I mean, just... And fun. drive at your own pace. You know, I say that... You, Respect the crest is our thing. Mm-hmm. We, we uh, have an unofficial uh, symbiotic relationship with the uh, agencies up there, so yep. we like to promote safe driving. People yep. do whatever they're going to do, obviously. Yep. You know about that. Well, you Do you know, feel good? I feel great. I feel great. I really enjoyed talking to you, Mrs. Ryan. Same. Thank you. This we is made the, it work out. This is the segment we call Billboard. Carson <laughs> Chan, how can we all keep up with you? Social media or plugs or events? Uh, where are you going to be? Uh, Instagram. The Carson Chan. That's right. The Carson Chan. Yeah, not Carson Chan. Not a Carson Chan. is the Carson Chan. Yes. <laughs> is that your personal one? Yeah. That's a personal. Okay. It's, um, you'd be surprised. There are actually many, many Carson Chan. I would be so surprised, yeah. So John Smith, right? Yeah, so the Carson Chan. Uh, we took a rule out of your playbook and the Derek Whitaker, as we did too, but uh, we're trying to get you know verified on Instagram or whatever, so when you're going through the rules, you have to have a private account. It can't be the portion of the whole thing. So J. Ryan, of course, not available. J. Ryan 111 or any variation. I'm the J. Ryan. <laughs> there you go. So yes. thank you, sir. Uh, all right, let's see. We're going to see you tomorrow, so I'm okay, not, yes. not worried about that. Mrs. Ryan. Thank you very much. We did the thank yous. Thank Mrs. you. Mrs. Ryan, uh, what do we... We don't have anything tomorrow because we're going to be with him. And then next week we've got... Uh, I didn't look it up. Next week is up in the air. It might be AJ. It might be uh, Lisa's boyfriend. All sorts of cool stuff. All right. Uh, I love you so, so very much. Carson Chan, we love you so very much. Uh, right back at you. <laughs> we love everybody at home. Please love one another. Have a wonderful weekend. We'll see you out there. Cool. Did it. I did. You know, this brought back my high school. So I came in 1984. And when I first...